Hey guys, welcome back to Train Talk. This is our audio blog where Jade, one of our coaches, writes our blog weekly and I come in and I read it for you. So you can listen to it rather than staring at your screen a little bit more for the day. It's been a while since our last audio blog. This one's called Staying Strong During Lockdown and it's all about helping you figure out how the hell you're supposed to be staying fit and strong when we are stuck inside and all the gyms are closed. All right, here we go. As we have advanced further and further into tighter lockdown restrictions, our ability to train has been progressively stripped away. Not without good reason, of course, but it's been around five weeks since the closure of gyms in Australia wide, and it's affected hundreds of thousands of us, now left with the sole option of training at home. If you've set out at the start of 2020 to have some big R strength and fitness goals, you may be feeling a bit demoralised at the prospect of your hard-earned gains disappearing while we're in this lockdown. Well, the bad news is that, to an extent, you're not going to be able to make as much progress as you would with the access to all of your regular classes, programming and equipment. But the good news is that you can sure as shit still maintain much of the strength and fitness you've gained so far and potentially even make some progress if you're smart about it. Here are our tips of strength training effectively at home. Number one, get your hands on some equipment. We use the term equipment fairly loosely. If you are lucky enough to have access to gym equipment, such as dumbbells, kettlebells, or even a barbell, amazing. You are set, my friend. But if you don't have any real equipment, it's time to test your imagination. Think milk bottles, backpacks, bags of rice, bricks, books, or our favorite, babies and dogs. If you've got an object of reasonable weight, you've got a gym. Number two, use tempos and pauses. If you've used tempo and pause work in your training before, you already know just how much of a difference a few extra seconds can make during a lift. If you haven't, you're about to learn. There are loads of benefits of tempo and pause work, including teaching better control over a movement, improving stability, improving positional weaknesses, and increasing time under tension, which promotes muscle growth. Apply a few seconds of pause tempo to the eccentric phase of the lift, the lowering phase, and pause for a few seconds at the hardest part of the movement. For example, you want to be pausing at the bottom of the squat, at the knee in a deadlift, or a centimetre off the ground in a push-up. Number three, feel the burn. It's likely you'll be limited to one set of relatively light weights, making higher volume the key to making sure you fatigue your muscles effectively. Generally speaking, lifting with heavier weights is more effective for increasing strength and muscle mass. However, you can definitely see some muscle gains if you're willing to suffer the lactic burn that comes with higher rep sets. No pain, no gain, right? Pick a movement and go till failure or within one or two reps of failure. This may mean 30 to 50 repetitions, depending on the weights that you have access to. Make sure you keep the rest short between the sets and be prepared to add a few extra sets if you have a little bit left in the tank. Number four, unilateral training. Another way to increase load when working with lighter weights is to train using single arm and single leg movements. For example, single arm press, single arm row, lunges, or a single leg deadlift. By using only one limb at a time, you're effectively doubling the load while also improving stability, strengthening your midline, 
and addressing imbalances between limbs, which we usually ignore. Let's be honest, we've all got one arm and one leg that is just not as strong as the other. So use this time as an opportunity to make them feel a little bit less shit. Number five, don't cherry pick. While it's tempting to gravitate towards the exercises we love and avoid the ones that we loathe, use this time as an opportunity to get better at the exercises you don't usually make time for. Work on your handstands or strengthen your midline. I don't care who you are, everyone could use a stronger core. Or get your first set of push-ups on your toes. We're not saying don't also do the exercises you love, but you're not going to do yourself any fitness favours if you're only doing high-volume squats and glute bridges every day. Not to mention, that's going to get pretty boring pretty fast. Final thought. This quarantine isn't going to last forever. We will eventually be able to go back to our regular life. And when we do, we'll be much more grateful for the little freedoms that we may have taken for granted. In the meantime, though, let's do what we can with what we have to maintain the important aspects of our life. Let's stay healthy. Let's get some good sleep. Limit our stress where we can. Check in with our loved ones regularly. And above all else, stay safe. I hoped you left that audio blog with some tips of how to make your training worthwhile while we're in quarantine. In addition to some of those things that we should be focusing on, try and get some sun. Go for a walk in nature if you can. I would say go and sit in the sun, but we're not really allowed to go do that as of yet. Hopefully we can soon. If you need any help with your training, please reach out to us on Instagram at treign.fitness and we may be able to give you some tips on any questions that you've got with your training at home. All right, guys, see ya.